There's a little village that means so much to me. It's in the zip code of 60803. There's a little village that means so much to me. They got a pool and a pretty nice library. There's a little village that means so much to me. It's the zip code of 60803. There's a little village that means so much to me. A-L-S-I-P It's like my fourth favorite suburb. <laughs> I think that says that on the sign when you enter it. It says, Elsa. It's on Pulaski. And you know that podcast, the Southside Pod, and the, the guy named Bill that drinks a lot on it? It's his fourth favorite suburb. There's so many great things in Elsa. Sorry. There are at least a couple great things in Elsa. <laughs> More than others, less than some. There are many suburbs like it, but this one is ours. Everyone has an Elsa in their family. We don't like to talk about them, bring them to the family parties. You know, oh, Thanksgiving's coming. Is Elsa going to be there? Okay, fine. We'll let him in the door, but don't let Elsa drink so much this year. You know, every once in a while, though, Elsa shows up at a party. You start drinking with Elsa. Next thing you know, it's four in the morning. You're on your way to Mexico. You're like, the more I think about it, what am I'm I the Elsa of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with right. that one. You're the Evergreen Park. Mike Wh- is like why? Beverly. I'm the Elsa. And you know what, Chris? I don't even know what that means. I'm okay with it. Because people from Elsa, you know what? They're real. They feel. They're the real mother effing deal. Elsa Illinois. Elsa Illinois. 60803. ALSIP. It's on Pulaski. <laughs> one, two, one, two, three, four. Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do. Or you just need something fun to listen to. Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the air. And the gang's all here, all things on the south side. We're listening to the Southside Pod. Looking for the best Southside breweries. Or you might just need an awesome place to eat. Southside Greenwood Evergreen. Southside Blue Island Beverly. Pay listen, all sub two. You're tuned in to the Southside Pod. 
Oakland, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview. You're listening to Southside Pod. This episode of Southside Pod brought to you by Tom Walsh, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor. Two out of three guys here at this nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement use Tom. He takes care of our money. He makes it grow. In times when it's not growing, he kind of softens the blow. See what he can do for you. Give him a call, 773-779-0023, or stop in and see him in person right on the corner of 111th and Kedzie. And it's that time of year, guys. Let's talk holiday traditions. Holiday tradition. I can't believe in your we're house. talking about the holidays. Holiday traditions in your house. Anything you do special. Like, we still do uh, St. Nick showing up. The but shoes thing? We don't do shoes. See, my mother always had us hang socks. Like your real socks. socks. She did you shoes. You took your real socks. So like you take your your like white Hanes. Nasty. Like tube sock. Nasty. And you hang it there. Okay? Or your dad's we, dress we sock. The socks, and that's what you would hang. So we do that in my house. We don't do the shoes because that's what my mother used to do. And it wasn't until I was an adult that people were like, no, We've you're supposed to put your shoes out. You've never done it before. No. Yeah? All right. Well, well we, not our thing. You missed out, man. We got we got yeah, extra you got candy. Chocolate and, a, and dad's sock. Yeah. Sounds like I missed out on a lot. Yeah, you did. You missed out on chocolate in <laughs> a sock. You ain't lived till you found chocolate in a sock. A little okay? sock chocolate. Right. Chocolate. And, and then what would happen is is that um like that was always the thing where my father and my mother would mess with each other. Okay. They and would throw next? like a rock inside of each other's sock. Or like wooden spoons, like somehow that was wrong. Or Give each belts. other weapons. Like these were supposed to indicate that they were bad. Right. Like on top of this coal, you could put a belt. Back then. This is how they like like there'd be a belt in, like in passive aggressively. Like I bite yeah. my thumb at you. Right. That's what they were doing. <laughs> they were doing. Like this is how they mess with each other. Mom and dad were like like not getting along. Oh, dad got mama wooden spoon like in the inside of her sock. Like I mean, when I think back about how ridiculous that is, but that's what would happen. Right. Yeah. You know, and we come down and be like, oh. Oh, look at that. Dad got a belt and a couple of spoons. Right. You know? It's just Kids weird. don't know that nowadays. No. Belt and a couple spoons. Belt and a couple of spoons. I meant he was really bad. That was bad. like, oh, mom Maybe he was like going to be a judge yeah. or something. Oh, no. <laughs> Here's a picture of dad with the woman down the street. Mom put it in the sock. <laughs> right. Mom posted a picture <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, now it's an Instagram video of the yeah. of, of Dad coming down with the kids, right. and inside of his sock is a picture of him with his mistress. Mom just, and then she just tweeted that right. Dad has AD. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what happens now. There's right. no more cuteness. No. No, no, not at all. I want to go, the... go back to the wooden spoon right. days. Oh, you were talking to so-and-so up the street, huh? And she right. spray paints his car right. and videotapes him coming out and looking at it and puts it on Insta. And it gets like 200,000 likes. Like, that's what happens now. I miss the days of a belt inside of a sock. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. Stop by Hailstorm Brewing Company out here in Tinley. It's on 80th Avenue. Just a great spot uh, for brewing. And, and Tinley Park is is really exploding uh, with a brewery scene right now. But Hailstorm is like the gold standard. I love stopping in here. A big giant beer hall. Uh, you got uh, you can see them working while you're sitting there drinking. Really nice bar. Big selection. Chris Schiller sitting here with me. He owns the place. How are you, Chris? I'm great, Chris. Hey, you uh, know what? I'm celebrating stouts. 
that's, that's fantastic. That, it's, it's stout season, isn't it? It is the time of year for stouts. Absolutely. Do you, do you get like people walking into your place that sit there and say to themselves that like they're they're specifically just looking for the stouts? Like they walk in, they go, "Where are your stouts at? Are, are there stout hunters that come into breweries?" I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not working the bar enough to know that. <laughs> but we have people that we should probably ask that question to because I imagine now I do see, you know, just the mix of beer leaving the bar is definitely a lot darker this yeah. time of year. So, yeah. so we know definitely have a good selection of. Of that, we have two different barrel-aged things uh, on tap right now, and then the one you have, which is a pretty exciting beer. We actually came out in a beer calendar uh, for the Chicago Land this year, and that is the Stout About It. Why don't you go Stout About It? That's yeah, the this, name of the beer. This is an interesting one because this is definitely an American Stout. That, yep. That's what I would call this if I was having it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think of this as something that came out of uh, Great Britain, Ireland, anything like that. Right. Um, it's 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 got a little bit of bite to it. Is that the hops? Are they, it is. It, hoppier? it is much hoppier than an English stout. Uh, it's it's a lot lighter as well. So it's, uh, what did I say? It was 8.2% yeah, uh, yeah. ABV, which is a little bit lower for, especially for us, for our stouts. I mean, yeah, you've got an 18% up there right now that's yeah. barrel aged I was laughing about. Yeah, we we do stuff that, you know, you can thin paint with. So, but uh, but this this is a uh, easy drinking beer. Doesn't doesn't put you down too hard right away. It's got a nice hop balance to it. Uh, almost, you know, I'm not going to say approaching into IPA territory, but it is nice and hoppy. It's a super popular style. Um, we're just super happy with it. It's it's been going over really well. You you've just gotten this one, and I would imagine this is one of Will Turner's. Uh, in, in this is Will's right? beer, absolutely. So yeah. here here you are. You're towards the end of the year. He started right at the beginning of the year. To, to give me just a quick overview of what it's been like. Brand new brewer here in Hailstorm, and it feels like you guys have done a lot of new things. I mean, you're yeah yeah. I, I was just down by the ballpark with uh, with uh, Cork and Carry. Yep. And now you're on tap down there, and I'm seeing you pop up in different restaurants, and I'm seeing your cans pop up in stores more. And it seems like you guys are are really kind of blowing up. That 2022 was a big year for Hailstorm Brewing Company. Well, we're always trying. We're always out there pushing our stuff. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say overall in the Chicagoland area, craft beer is not taking off as big as it used to. But there's still a lot of the really good breweries that are still doing really well. Uh, and we'll continue to do so. There's been some challenges for some some breweries in Chicagoland, but um, we're we're doing well. We're very thankful for that, and we just want to keep innovating and putting new stuff out there. But back to your uh, question about Will. Will has been fantastic for us. He has come up with a lot of his own recipes here, and he has reworked a lot of our existing recipes that we've had uh, traditionally and made them much better. You know, a great example is our big beautiful wheat. And that, that was, was one that of your was, staples, uh, wasn't it? Yep, it was. Yeah. It still is. Yep. And that was a decent beer. Uh, but he has really taken that to the next level. So the amount of banana, clove, esters that we're getting now in that beer, much, much higher than they were before. It's cleaner. It's balanced. And that's a, just an example across the board. He's done that with everything from, from Prairie Madness to, to uh, actually, so this is exciting. What I really want everyone to know, we have just brought back one of our fabled classic beers from the beginning. Really? It's called from the, from the, the it's an OG beer. Exactly. For for Hailstorm. It's one of the original beers, All the right. original five. I think it's the original five. I might be incorrect on that. I have to go back just and go look with at some it. old just pictures. Just go with it. People right. don't know. Just go with Somebody it. Somebody will call me out on that. But, uh, <laughs> but it is Jesus Toast Rye IPA. And that is back on tap now. That will be in uh, liquor stores uh, within a week. Mm-hmm. 
and a new label and all that good stuff. Will has also tweaked that recipe as well and made it, you know, much better even than it was before. And um, it's a fantastic beer. So it's a rye IPA. It's not a common style of beer that you're going to find out there. Uh, but the crispness of the rye that comes into it tied in with the hops, it's a great combo. Yeah. And I love that beer. And we've had people asking for that beer ever since we stopped brewing it, which I think was about four years ago. And just bugging us all the time. And, and now you got it. You know, now eventually, you brought it back. eventually I'm like, all right, I'm tired of hearing the, all the bugging. We'll just do it. Chris Schiller, good stuff, good beer. Check out Hailstorm Brewing at 8060 186th Street, right off of 80th Avenue. Thank you so much, my friend, for having Southside Pot over. Great to see you today. Glad you stopped by. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. Have you been injured at work? Then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com. Yeah, we have to move furniture around to put the Christmas tree up, too. That's like a thing. Yeah. And I'll be yeah, honest we, with we you. We move like seven pieces of furniture. We lose our dining room table for the We season. get very crowded in certain areas of the house because all of a sudden there's a tree and there's stuff that's up and there's all You're these ridiculous You're one of those live things. tree guys though, aren't you? No, no, no. I no, thought you were. I thought you no. were like go to the farm and no, cut it I down was, kind of guy. I was once um, in all kinds of trouble in, on the radio in Wheeling, West Virginia because I said something about live trees and how they were tinder boxes and I wouldn't want like my house to burn down because I thought they were dangerous. And I was just having a conversation on the air, and it turns out that like the tree farm in yeah. the outside of town spends all kinds of money with a radio station, and all of a sudden I'm in trouble for talking about right. how real trees I thought were dangerous. Like I remember that was like a real thing. They lost a lot of money. I, I that had year. some hillbilly standing down there waiting for me when I got right. out of the studio with the general manager going, "Son, you don't know nothing about trees. I've been raising trees with my grandpappy, <laughs> and I had to listen to this thing for like an hour and a half." <laughs> Yeah, he took his trees seriously, that guy. Absolutely, he as they all should. Burned it's the family business. I, 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 like, I was looking at him going, your trees, one day, one day, there's going to be a big fire on your tree farm because right. it's wood, this and that's what happens. Stumpy. Right, it's Stumpy. That's what, that's <laughs> that's Stumpy's, Stumpy's tree farm. Probably, his name was probably Stumpy. Stumpy's tree farm. <laughs> I come from a long line. I come from a long Stumpies. line of tree growers. My grandpa Stumpy. You're not going to crap on my granddaddy's legacy by talking about how trees catch on fire. Trees don't catch on fire. It's the leaves that catch on fire. The tree doesn't catch it's on fire. It's winter. It's their evergreen. Damn Yankee come down here tell me my tree going to catch on fire. You're going to ruin my entire company. I was in so much trouble. Yeah, I can imagine. I was in terrible trouble for talking about how I so do. So you don't do live trees? No, I don't. We did it one year and it sucked. I remember. Oh, we used I remember, to do it all the time as a kid. I always remember the Chevy Chase thing where the tree catches on fire. And that's right. why I don't do it. Yeah. Okay. They, they are. That's why I don't do it. They dry out and they're. You're a fireman. Yeah, they. How many terrible. times have you been to a place 
where a natural tree is caught on fire? Twice. Okay, and how many times <laughs> you've been to a place where no, where a plastic tree is caught on fire? None. Okay, that's the difference. Okay, that's the difference. Right. You're a fire. You've been a fireman for how long now? Fifteen years. Yeah. I'm okay, and you've never seen a plastic tree catch many. on fire. Yeah, actually, more than twice. Yeah. Right. Twice is zero. Twice to zero. <laughs> Do that math. I don't know how that works. I gotta get one of my kids down here. How am I supposed to do that? I don't do math. <laughs> I became a radio guy because it's of the fact that I kept failing. Zero. Twice to zero. <laughs> Two times zero. Isn't that zero? That's Shut like up. That's a hundred. Think about it. That's infinite. Think, all right. Infinite. Think about it. You have a zero. You have zero, and, and then you have something. That's infinite. That zero. Right. That's a million. Right. That, that, that goes off into space forever. I'm not a scientist. Right. However. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. It's the Join us on the phone line right now. Ivy Espana has a Oak Forest Candle Company that uh, actually donates some of the proceeds to a pretty good cause. Uh, I was checking out all the things that she has online, and I was like, we got to get her on Southside Pod. How are you, Ivy? Hi, I'm doing really good. Thank you. How do you get into candle making, first of all? Like, to me, to me like, that's... That's one of those ones I just never understand because first off, you got to figure out how to make them. You got to make them so that they actually, uh, they're not some like deformed looking candle. Uh, and then you got to come up with a scent that doesn't make people want to throw up. I mean, it, it, there's a lot involved in this whole thing. That is the goal is to not make people throw up. I definitely <laughs> want to avoid that. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. So I actually started, um, like many other people during the pandemic, just kind of trying to figure out things to kind of calm my anxiety. What can I do to to figure all that out? And I got into fragrance and perfumery and kind of all that. And when I thought of candles, I go, oh, I can do that. That's easy. <laughs> and I actually researched it and tried to make a candle, and it was a complete flop. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I mean, the thing just, like, sunk down, and I was like, yeah, that's that's not easy. But um, that really fueled me to kind of figure out exactly how to do it. I kind of became obsessed just trying to figure out, well, how does this work? What's the science behind it? The testing and all, like you said. And it took me about 10 months of testing before I could actually um, launch and have a candle that I was comfortable with that wouldn't, you know, set someone's house on fire or, you know, um, really, really make sure that I was giving the best product possible. It took me a while. So 104 Candle Company, and you can uh, check out their website, 10, the number four. Uh, so the 10 is written out. The four is the actual number, candleco.com. Uh, or just, just Google 104 Candle Company. It pops right up. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, that's, that's out of Oak Forest, and you're, you're giving some of the profits to a, a worthy cause. Explain to people where their money is going besides getting the candle if they purchase something through your company. Absolutely. So what is really near and dear to my heart and when I started this company, I knew that um, I wanted to give back to the community on a local level. I thought, you know, I've always grown up with dogs. I love animals. Um, I have had rescue dogs my whole life. And I thought there's nothing better than to give money back to local rescues. Um, I used to actually volunteer at rescues in the city 
And so for me, I kind of had seen that side of it and, you know, the things that they do and how selfless these organizations are. So I thought, what better way than to give some of my proceeds to um, local rescue? So it switches um, every quarter. And every quarter, I put a poll on Instagram, on my Instagram, and people will let me know of different organizations, you know, um, we can, you know, kind of have community together and that kind of determines the next one that I'm going to give to. That's awesome. Uh, the dog that walks around here uh, next to the nine foot homemade oak bar in my basement on the south side is a rescue dog as well. So I, I, I commend what you're doing. Uh, I think it's great. It's one of the best dogs I ever had in my entire life. It's the first rescue we've ever had, uh, either in this house or when I was growing up as a child. And it's it's maybe my favorite of of any dog I ever had. Not as cool as the ferret that I once had. I'm just going <laughs> to kind of throw that out there. Just a quick reminder here as we're talking with our guest on Southside Pod. Time is running out to get additional money off when you make a purchase at Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. Southside Pod listeners still getting an additional discount on top of what they get off of the price when they work with your insurance company. Switch to a new age of life. Keep mom and dad, grandma and grandpa out of assisted living. Turn the home into a smart home. Reduce the fall risk. Retrofit the bathtub. Set up ways to get from the first to second floor. Or just pick up the latest and greatest in CPAP technology or diabetes control and so much more available to you. You can see everything they have to offer at hhme.com, but stop in and see a professional and check out everything that's available to you. Make your life just a little bit easier. It's all about being independent and staying in your home. Visit Hyatt Home Medical Equipment at 3518 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Ivy Espana on the line with us. She's making candles and proceeds, uh, at least some of them, going to a very good cause. So let's get back to candle making, which is something I think everybody thinks they can do, but it's probably a lot harder than you think it is. Uh, you're making these things. Uh, you, you finally figure out how to set them up so that the wick burns properly and you don't start a fire and uh, you can sell these. Uh, how do you come up with the scents? Uh, because to me, that's got to be something where you're walking up to your friends constantly going, smell this. Is this good? Do you like this? Does it remind you of the ocean? Does it smell like raindrops? Like, wh- how do you get to that point? Absolutely. And my boyfriend can definitely tell you he's sniffed so many of them that he's like, there. I can't tell you anymore. You have to get this one smells like this one, all the subtle differences, because our house actually smells like probably 10 different fragrances at one time. So the testing and figuring out the scents that I want to curate really comes from just wanting to find something a little bit niche and different. When I thought about what kind of scents do I want to offer, I don't want to offer common things you won't find in my line peach cobbler you won't find blueberry cobbler and things like that i try and really go for uh, more complex notes Haitian vetiver um, pink peppercorn different things like that that are going to really stand out um, i just want the sense to be something that kind of evoke memory evoke emotion and really give you something to to walk away with that you're like I really like that. I like that burning in my house and it doesn't, it doesn't make you want to throw up. (laughs) You know, I just, I just keep thinking to myself like, well, how do you come up with these scents? I mean, like, I always wonder whenever I smell these candles in my house, like how much of this is chemicals in my brain? How did they come up with this? Like, how do you, when you come up with a scent, how do you get it to smell that way? 
So I actually took a few classes on blending my own fragrances. And I think one of the biggest things for my company and what I wanted to do was make sure that I do make the cleanest burning candle. So I use coconut soy wax, which is really sustainable um, and clean and not a ton of ingredients in it. It's all food grade and very um, healthy for you to breathe in. And then with the fragrance oils, I actually use vendors that um, have perfumery. So they're actually women-owned small businesses that um, will create these beautiful fragrance oils from, you know, essential oils, um, different scent notes and things like that. And so for me, that was super, super important to make sure that when I give something to someone that it's clean burning, that it's safe and really like, I feel like picking the scent, it really comes down to trying, I would say, to, to have something a little bit different for everyone. I know for me, I kind of, when I started, I really floated towards the florals because that's what I like. And then going to markets and meeting people, you know, in real life, in the community, I kind of got feedback. Well, we want something more woodsy or we want something more bakery and then kind of bringing those out. And then markets and um, craft fairs and things like that are a really good way for me to get feedback from people and see what they're liking. Well, I'm looking forward to the next line. I, I got an idea for you. Maybe just drive around the south side, especially like after it's rained. And you could pick up the scent of an area and like have a candle that's just scented like Blue Island, like uh, the the Elsop, the Elsop smell. I'm sure because there are there are different scents, especially after a rain in some of these south side areas. Oh, yeah. There's, I have noticed definitely since moving here to the south side, it definitely has a different air, but it's, it makes it, it's a little bit more unique than what I previously was exposed to. But I definitely think. This area I have become really comfortable with in the short amount of time I've been here. I think it's beautiful. There's a ton of different people. And really, you know, I have, like I said, I've done these craft fairs and just meeting the community has been so amazing. To kind of get feedback, to know that people really love giving back to Animal Rescue has been one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. That's awesome. All right. So, uh, folks, look up 10-4 Candle Company online. Uh, she's got a pretty good website there. Uh, you can learn more about how the uh, proceeds from these candles, some of the proceeds are going to these animal rescue organizations and check out everything that Ivy has to offer. And Ivy, uh, I just love uh, hearing about new small businesses that pop up here on the South Side. And I wish you the best of luck. Thanks for jumping on South Side Pod. Awesome. Thank you so much. And they can follow me also at 104 Candle Co, T-E-N-4 Candle Co on Instagram and follow along so we can, um, get in on those polls, let me know of new organizations that are going on and really kind of do this all collaborative. All right, let's wrap up this show as we always do with the Southside Bulletin Board brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard and Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. They have a full taster bar and great CBD products and a brand new location at 95th and Kedzie. See everything they have to offer at coolcloudsvapor.com. Friday at 6 p.m., our good friends at Hailstorm Brewing Company. You just heard from them at the beginning of the show. They got the Bourbon Belts performing their live 
They do live music on Friday and Saturday nights. Check out the Bourbon Belts on Friday night. There's an open house being put on by the Blue Island Historical Society from 6 to 9 p.m. on Friday the 16th. Drinks or d'oeuvres, hot chocolate, Christmas carols, piano music, and so much more. It's located over at 13018 Maple Avenue in Blue Island. Friday night the 16th at 9 p.m. until the wee hours of the morning. Caution is playing at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, while Cadillac Groove is at the Thirsty Beaver in Crestwood at the same time. I was just out at the Thirsty Beaver for the first time last week. That's the first time I've ever actually been there, although we get all their events and we talk about them on Southside Pod. 5599 127th Street. It's like a clean dive bar. Total Southside. Worth checking out if you're ever in the Crestwood area. A quick shout out to our good friend John Streets. I believe this is his last marketplace that he's doing at a brewery in the entire Chicagoland area happening this weekend. Lasts for this calendar year, not forever. Saturday, 1 p.m. until 7 p.m. I was at the one in Blue Island last weekend. I actually met Krampus, or Krampus. Still haven't decided how you're supposed to pronounce that. But the Just in the Nick of Time market is going to be at Noon Whistle Brewery in Naperville. I know that's not really south side, but I want to give him a shout out because he's done such great work. And he brought me bourbon last time he was down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. Noon Whistle, by the way, little insider brewery news for you. They're going to be producing additional Open Outcry beers, Open Outcry in Beverly, because Open Outcry is going to start showing up in local bars around the South Side, and they're canning for distribution in your local liquor store. So an interesting partnership there that has developed over the last couple of weeks. Saturday at 7 p.m., Blue Island Beer Company is having Miss Tammy Savoy's Rockin' Christmas show. This is a Grammy-nominated vocalist, and it's only 10 bucks online or $12 a day of all ages welcome. I believe I saw them last year in that venue. It's a good time. On Sunday from 2 to 5 p.m., pictures with the Grinch and a hot chocolate bar. It's going to be at 5561 West 127th Street in Crestwood. It is a free event. Our final item on the bulletin board brought to you always by SidSauce.net. I just put some Mango Slade Your Family hot sauce on tacos that were made here in the house this week. Like it's got flavor and it's really hot. They have something for whatever your palate desires. Check out every sauce they have. Peppers grown on the south side, bottled on the south side, and most of you can get it delivered for free to your door. The perfect stocking stuffers this holiday season at SidSauce.net. If you cannot get enough cornhole, there's a cornhole tournament every Sunday now at Yui McClafferty's in Lamont, including this Sunday, the 18th from 2 to 4 p.m. It's a $20 buy-in. Winnings get paid out to the first and second place teams, no matter how much they collect. 80-20 split. Some people can't get enough of that. Now you have an option in the dead of winter. That's your bulletin board. That's your Southside pod. If you have any comments, any questions, anything you want on the bulletin board, something cool you want us to check out on the Southside, hit us up at southsidepod.com. Use a little microphone to leave us a message or just type in some comments or hit us up in our DMs or find us on social media. But make sure you are subscribed on whatever podcast player you're using right now, any one of them out there, and always at southsidepod.com. It's the Southside! Y'all come back now, you hear?